ESPN 94.1 FM at AM 930%. The Drive. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Local then, local now. Never FDIC. It is Monday, March 30th. Your drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. Thanks for tuning in. We're here till 6 o'clock taking your phone calls on the Miller Lite phone lines. Okay, really not taking your phone calls, but Miller Lite, hold true, great taste, only 96 calories. Sponsoring the phone lines at 877-420-TALK. That is 877-420-8255. You know what? They can sponsor today. I'm throwing it in for free. They can sponsor my Twitter feed. Hit me up at Paul Swan, at Paul Swan on Twitter, and I'll try to get to all your questions, comments, concerns, show suggestions, all of that on Twitter. So here we are again, another day without sports, and we're hoping that we get some NFL news today. The owners are expected to vote and approve the playoff expansion tomorrow. The TV arrangements for the wild card round also going to be voted on. Now, according to Monday Morning Quarterback, the league has negotiated contracts with CBS and NBC to broadcast two new wild card games. The deals will be approved after the playoff format passes. The league will also vote on extending its streaming agreement with Amazon through the 2022 season, which I thought's a pretty good deal, actually. And the wild card round will include six games as part of the new collective bargaining agreement that was approved by the NFL and its players. The 17-game regular season could come as early as 2021 because we don't know what's going to happen with 2020 right now. So 2021 is where we're shooting for this thing. I don't know if I'm ready for this yet. I mean, on the one hand, as a Cincinnati Bengals fan, there's an opportunity now for the Bengals to actually get into the playoffs a little bit more than they're used to getting, and that's a big deal. NFL teams always pushing as a sign of success got into the playoffs. Did you win the playoffs? Playoffs are a big thing. And I think what made it really exciting for me was the fact that not everybody got in. And now more teams are going to get in, so I don't know if it waters down the playoffs a little bit. I'm not sure if I'm on board with this just yet. I like the fact that the playoffs are something you strive for, something you try to to get to, and you're not guaranteed. And what makes it special is if you got yourself into the playoffs or if you got your team in the playoffs, you have done something. And I don't know about this yet. So 17 games, more playoffs, the NFL feeding the beast. We're going to be dying for content. So the NFL could probably play 18 regular season games, and we would eat that up when we get to that point. But that's what it's probably going to look like new package, more games, more opportunities, more money. That's what it all comes down to. Now, speaking of the NFL, you know we've got classic football games coming up. So coming up tonight on ESPN, they're going to air the Kansas City Chiefs at the Los Angeles Rams back from November 19, 2018. That's the game where they both scored like it was Madden. Over 50 points, both teams. I remember that game. I'm probably going to check that game out just because that's a fun game. That's Madden-like. That's video game-like, and that's going to be pretty cool. Now, NBC is also running Sunday Night Football Classics. They've got the Colts 
at the New York Giants from 2016. That's going to be at 7 p.m. And then the Denver Broncos at the New England Patriots from 2013. That's coming up tonight at 9.30 p.m., and that's going to be on NBC Sports Network. So the Sports Network's trying to come up with programming. We're trying to come up with programming as well. We've got Pirates baseball coming up tonight, but it's classic Pirates baseball. We're going to go back to 1990. That's right. We're going to play a little playoff baseball for you between the Pirates and the Reds. That's coming up tonight. 8 o'clock is when we'll have that for those of you listening to the program live. We can stream those games as well, so you can listen to the game on the stream, or, of course, you can listen to it over the air on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. So, classic baseball games. We're doing classic basketball games on our sister station, Cat Sports 93.3 and 1340, which is really cool. UK, their network is basically decided you know what, the Cats will be playing right now, so let's kind of have a, a schedule of what it would look like with the Cats playing, trying to get to the championship game, and we're at that point now where the weekend's coming up. We'll have Saturday, Monday to sort of simulate that cadence of UK playing in the NCAA tournament. We've got a couple more games. Go to our Facebook page. We've got the schedule, and, of course, our social media. We'll keep you updated on when those games happen. But you can go to our social media page at Cat Sports 93 3 and 1340. Check that out. And let me let me help you out here. I got something cool for you. Now you can stream the radio station now on your Amazon Echo, on your Google Home. You can tell it to go listen to tune in. And we've got something cool for you, new today. And I'm telling you first, no one else has really found out about this. We've got our Alexa app up for Cat Sports 93.3 and 1340. It's pretty cool. And so if you've got an Amazon Echo, you've got an Alexa, you've got one of those devices, and there's a couple of simple ways to really do it. And if you're like me, you've got the app. I've got the app on my phone. I manage everything because I've got a couple of those units. I've got them doing different things, and it's really cool. But all you have to do now is you go into your Alexa app. I'll just walk you through it right now. So if you're using the Alexa app, and I'm using it on iPhone, you see the menu button at the top left. You click that, and then you scroll down. You go to Skills and Games. And then all you have to do is hit in the search bar, which is up on the top. You can just go Cat Sports 93.3. And if you do that, you'll find the skill. Real simple. And then you can just enable it there. And it's... Cat Sports 93, 3, and 1340. So you click that skill on your app, and you can enable it there. Now, all you have to do is say, Alexa, play Cat Sports 93, 3. And there you have it. Or Alexa, open Cat Sports 93, 3. Or Alexa, start Cat Sports 93, 3. And if you do that, you're going to be able to use the app. Really cool. And then you can start listening to the show there. You can listen to all the U.K. stuff. You can listen to Kentucky Sports Radio. You can listen to the radio station. So if you don't have your radio handy and you want to listen to the station, we've got the stream for you. And it starts all on your Amazon Echo. It's pretty cool, right? Okay, so we've got that for you. And we're going to do that soon for WRVC. 
here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. That's not up yet. So we got the cat sports skill today. That's pretty cool. And I'm going to tell you something that's really cool. I tell you all the time, you can listen to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, tune in. If you don't listen to the show live and you catch it on the podcast and you've got one of those apps and you're using it on your phone or you're going to the website, that's really cool. Or you're telling Alexa to go find the show and she's going to find it for you. One of the cool things is really going to happen for you is if you use your Amazon Echo, you use your Amazon Show, you use all of those devices, once we get our app up, you can tell the app to play the podcast and Alexa will do it for you. And as soon as that's up available, I'll tell you how to do that. But that's one of the cool things I'm looking forward to when it comes to the skill. But that's not the only way to listen to the show, listen to the podcast, or listen to the radio station. Because, of course, if you haven't noticed, if you've got the app, we have a new app on your iPhone, on your Android device. And it's really cool because you go to the app and you download it. If you already have the app, it should have updated, but you can go to the App Store, get our app. And if you have problems finding it, let me know. I'll help you there. But you go to our app and listen to it right now. I just loaded it. How cool was that? And I just loaded it up. It's really fast. So I'm turning that down now. You get the menu bar, and you can go listen to the station, or you can listen to our other station, Cat Sports, right through that app. Or you can also get the podcast because we get a podcast link for you in the app. But that's really cool. I just wanted to play it for you to see how fast it really is. And as you heard me in the background there, this thing loads up real quick. And you can listen to the stream that way. You can listen to the podcast that way as well. So all these things are happening for us. New ways for you to listen to the radio station, listen to me. do appreciate you tuning in today. We're going to get into a lot of things, I hope, because this is a busy time of the year traditionally. So there are a few things that happen on this day in sports. We'll talk about that. Of course, also, there's some other programming coming up tonight. If you are looking for a classic game to keep an eye on, sort of background noise, if you're watching TV at night, trying to stay quarantined, trying to stay sheltered in place, however you're getting through this, I appreciate you making today a part of your day with me. All right, we're going to take our first break, come back, and we'll go over some of the things that are happening in today's sports. Not much, but we got some things to talk about, and we'll do all that when we continue on today's edition of The Drive here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. You're listening to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back to the Monday, March 30th edition. The Drive continues on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Busy day in sports history. Not necessarily sports, but busy day in sports history you remember 1991, Duke upsetting undefeated defending national champion UNLV 79-77? to I do. I remember that. That happened on this date. You remember 1992, the Cubs obtained Sammy Sosa in a trade with the White Sox? The White Sox got George Bell. Yeah, that was not a good trade. Sosa hit 545 home runs with the Cubs. Not a good trade. No, that was back on 1992. 1996, UK fans, you remember this one. Rick Pitino, you remember when you liked him? Kentucky Wildcats, Rick Pitino, 
beating John Calipari. You remember when you didn't like him? UMass, 81-74 to in the Final Four of the NCAA tournament. Who knew that these guys would flip roles and you would like John and maybe not so much Rick? So UCAT, UCATs. That's their new name. I just given it to them, UCATs. The UCATs beat the UMass in that game, 81-74 to in the Final Four of the NCAA tournament. So that was a pretty cool day back on this date. And we talk a little baseball because we would have baseball going on right now if we weren't quarantined. But Ryan Zimmerman back in 2008 hit a walk-off home run to beat the Braves and cap the first regular season game played at Nationals Park. That happened in 2008. So that's kind of what happened on this day in sports. Uh, I am not acknowledging Kyle Covers. Or Corvers. I'm not, I'm not, no, I'm not doing it. it. It happened in 2015. I'm not, his heat check. I'm not, I'm not acknowledging that. So, what's happening today? Of course, a lot of business going on, transactions, things of that nature still. We've got that to talk about. And of course, a lot of people are still trying to figure out what sports looks like or what's going to happen. We've got longer quarantine restrictions, longer stay at home, social distancing. We have more of that concerning our daily lives to deal with now and another casually. And it's more of a formality at this point. It's really not a surprise, but you heard Sunday night, if you didn't, if you're a Mountaineer fan, West Virginia University pulling the plug on the spring game. Now, that was going to happen. There was no way you could have that, but they decided, okay, let's just go ahead and get this out of the way and make it official. They were set to do it April 18th at Milan Puskar Stadium. But right now, I'm not going to do it. So that gets pulled. And now we're seeing more of this virtual instruction for sports, not just in the classroom, but really student-athletes, they're getting it from different ways, not just from their classwork, but also they're doing virtual instruction as far as football or other sports work is concerned. And that's really important because of the fact that you're trying to keep everybody in a good place, keep them busy, keep them doing their classwork, keep them up as much as you can as far as the classroom work. So in one regard, you get your classroom work still going on with trying to put formations together, put together plays, put together situation. I mean, there's nothing like being out there and actually doing it. I get that completely. But for example... Using the SEC as an example, they're going to allow teams to use virtual instruction because everything's shut down right now. So the SEC is going to allow all of their institutions to conduct virtual meetings between coaches and players, and that started today. And the guidelines will allow two hours of virtual instruction or meetings per week, and that's including film review. Strength and conditioning coaches will be allowed to send specific workout plans and drills to players, but will not be able to observe the player perform the activity either in person or virtually. And you're going to see more and more of that happening as you're trying to put a finger on the pulse of this outbreak. You're trying to figure out how do we adjust? Are we going to have a football season? Are we going to have a season that's going to be postponed? Are we going to have a season that's going to be pushed back? season that's truncated, what are we going to have? What's the season going to look like right now? And, of course, if you're Kirk Herbstreet, you don't think there's going to be a season at all. 
And of course, the NCAA is voting on eligibility. I haven't heard anything recent, but they're going to be voting on eligibility, especially with a lot of spring sports now blown out of the water, just done. And now what happens? And so we're going to find out what the NCAA is going to allow. And there's really a double-edged sword here. You want to do the right thing by the kid, by the student, right? You want to do the right thing for the kids. I know we're talking almost grown adults here, but still they're kids. And you want to do the right thing for them. So what do you do? Do you extend their eligibility? Do you do that? And there's also the fact that they're concerned about finances because that's what a lot of people are concerned with. There are a lot of people right now not enjoying finances that they're used to. There are a lot of people who are unemployed. There are a lot of people who are furloughed. There are a lot of people working under reduced hours. There are a lot of people who are dealing with these situations right now. And that's putting a burden on the institutions because the money is just not coming in. You don't know when that money is going to start coming back in. And what's the finances going to look like? Is there going to be a waiver? Is there going to be – there's something. you got to keep in mind there's got to be something in place to make this work for everybody. But that's going to be a consideration. So I don't know what the NCAA ultimately is going to decide how the institutions are going to handle this. But I mean, if you tell a student athlete, hey, look, your season's over. You can't get it back. I don't know if that's a good look. It wasn't as if the season ended because the season ended. It was, hey, you're not even going to start your season or you're not going to get to finish your season. It's it's over. you got to come up with something. And keep this in mind. Not everyone is going to take advantage of that. There might be some students that say, look, I'm done. I've got my education. i got my degree. I'm not going pro. I'm done. i got everything I need. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks for the offer. But it's time for me to move on. And you're going to have some others who are going to take that opportunity. And you're going to have some that are going to be in the middle. Maybe they got to pay for a little bit of this, and maybe they're on scholarship, and maybe it's not going to be easy for them. They want that season. They want that year. Financially, it might be a little burden on them. So many scenarios. You can't just nutshell this. You can't just put it in one little smart little package, little container. You can't do that and say, here it is. This is the package that fits everybody. You just can't do that. And so that's where we're going to find out what the NCAA is going to do. A lot of hardship here. And if you've got your education, and does this go to seniors? Does this go to everybody? I mean, there's a lot of consideration here. I mean, everybody lost their season, not just seniors, everybody. And there were a lot of people who will never get a chance to go back to where they were in the season again. Championship runs, teams that were predicted to win it all, might change next season, might be a different scenario. Who knows? Can't really get that back. So that's kind of what we're just trying to figure out. What's it going to look like? What's college athletics going to look like from a student-athlete point of view and from a financial standpoint? And if we don't have football, man, the finances are going to get hit. If that doesn't happen, finances are going to hurt. Because let's be honest, unless you are a school that basketball is the main sport and you don't have football, is football driving the bus? 
Football's driving the bus financially. Keep that in mind. Football's paying for a lot of things. And so, you don't have football, then we're going to have some situations. There are going to be some athletic directors earning their keep, trying to figure out how to keep this thing running. And so, that's going to be the next big one. What happens if we get to that point? Hopefully, we don't get to that point, but let's be realistic. We don't know. And let's be honest. The finances are already hurting. For example, North Texas. Story out about them. They are preparing for a financial hit up to $2.5 million. That's what they're prepping for. They're going to get hit $2.5 million. And that's a big amount for a school like North Texas. To be fair, North Texas isn't going to be making that much money anyway, but $2.5 million, that's a big chunk out of their budget. And so a lot of this, of course, is the basketball tournament. The basketball tournament, the basketball money, that's a big hit for them. So they're preparing for the hit. And what they're doing is they've frozen their spending for the remainder of the spring as a result to protect the future of the school's athletic program is what they said. They have a reported $39.9 million in expenses for the 2019 fiscal year. So they don't know what that's going to look like right now. And, of course, that's going to be the story across college football, especially for schools like North Texas, schools that are in Conference USA, schools that are in the Sun Belt, schools that are in the Southern Conference, schools that are in the Mid-American Conference, schools that are in the bigger leagues, the Division I AA leagues, all of those, all of those leagues, everybody's going to take a big hit. And it just depends on where you stand financially right now. Do you have some reserves? Can you can you cut back? Can you run the ship right now, tight as possible, weather the storm? We're going to see who planned and who didn't. We're going to see which institutions can handle creative finances and budgeting. You got schools already living on a dime. We can't wait to see what the others look like, right? Yeah, right. Note the sarcasm there. It's just not going to be pretty for a lot of these institutions. So that's where we're standing right now. We're going to continue on. Don't forget, on Twitter, at Paul Swan, at Paul Swan on Twitter. And if you're having difficulty, it's two ends, not one. More on the way. It's The Drive, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Now, back to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. A couple of weeks ago, the NCAA declared a mandatory recruiting dead period in response to the coronavirus shutdown. Well, you would think that means everybody stops. You get a dead period. Can't go out and recruit. Can't do anything. No. That apparently doesn't mean that to a lot of schools or a lot of coaches. I mean, what this basically declared was you don't have official or unofficial visits. You don't have contacts. You don't have evaluations. You got phone calls and text messages. But apparently some people are still pushing. And I don't have names to name, but if I did, I would. Vice President of Enforcement John Duncan basically came out and said, we have heard that recruiting is continuing. In response to this, the NCAA has a message. Cut it out. Just because college sports competition has ceased 
that college sports investigators are not closing up shop. Quote, we are mindful of the circumstances and challenges on campus. This is again, John Duncan. He continued, but at the same time, we're obligated to keep the infractions process moving. So basically, the NCAA is saying, look, we can ban you. We can drop infractions on you. We can do it all from the comfort of our living room if we have to cut it out. And of course, to quote Ric Flair, I'm probably paraphrasing, but if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. And so somebody is cheating because they feel that's the motto to live by. Yeah, it's Ric Flair. You ain't cheating, you ain't trying. And that's that's true in, in lots of regards, but this is the NCAA. They, they don't put up with that. They officiate better than they do in the WWE. They officiate a little bit better, just a little bit. Not much, but just a little bit. So I can't believe that's actually happened. Well, yes, I can believe it. Of course I can believe it. What even possessed me to say that? Of course I believe it. Somebody's right now trying to put together a recruiting pitch, sort of, hey, look at our COVID-19 response. You want to come here. I'm sure that's not already been vetted. It's going to be soon. Somebody's focus testing that one. Got to get an edge. Got to get an edge somewhere. What's a good pandemic if you can't cheat and, and take advantage of it, right? Right. We're talking college. We're talking, you know, we're talking college recruiting. Period. Not just football. College recruiting. Period. So, what are you doing today if you're not watching the NFL Classic games? Well, college basketball still a thing, at least on CBS Sports Network. If you want to catch some classic games, the 1992 Eastern Regional Final between Duke and Kentucky, that's coming up tonight on CBS Sports Network. That's at 7 p.m. That should be a fun one. I, I will look. I'll look at that one. Then there's a theme going on here: the 1998 Eastern Regional Final between Kentucky and Duke, also on CBS Sports Network at nine o'clock. So you can watch Duke versus Kentucky, and then you can watch Kentucky versus Duke, 92, 98, and then in 2014 the South Regional Final, Kentucky versus Michigan. That's coming up at 11 p.m. tonight on CBS Sports Network. So you could get your fill of Kentucky on CBS Sports Network. Of course, we'll have classic Kentucky sports games for you this weekend, Saturday and Monday, as we are along with the Kentucky Radio Network. We are putting together an approximation of what Kentucky's run to the NCAA championship will look like with classic games. So that's been pretty cool so far. And you can go to our Facebook page, find out more. Cat Sports 93.3 and 1340 is what you want to search for. And you'll find the Facebook page and get all the updates there. We'll wrap this one up when we continue on today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Buckle up. Paul Swan has the wheel on The Drive. ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. We are presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Welcome back to today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. How are you guys handling your um, quarantine, your social distancing? Let me know how you're doing that on Twitter, at Paul Swan, the place to let me know. 
it's like another weekend for me. It was a weekend for me without sports, so I kind of redirected, refocused that energy. Spring cleaning. I know for a lot of you, it's Netflix. It's Tiger King. I haven't watched that yet, so don't tell me. Don't ruin it. But spring cleaning. That's what I've been working on. I'll probably be doing more of that, getting some projects done on the weekend. Now that I don't have that distraction of basketball, baseball. Actually, don't have an excuse. I got to get some stuff done. I got to work around the house. Got the yard cut. I got some other things done. Some really good decluttering. While social distancing from everybody. It was it was wonderful. Especially outside. People, they're walking the sidewalk. If they're, I don't know if they're going to the convenience store or they're just out taking a walk. People are, yeah, I'm going to slow up while that dude cuts his grass. I'm going to wait till he gets 6, 12 feet away, and I'm going to go past him. That's how people were rolling on Saturday. It was really interesting to see. So everybody's keeping up with their social distancing or staying inside. I couldn't find really much on Netflix. I had a few months. I'm sitting there going, okay, let me, let me see what's on Netflix. Okay, there's that Tiger documentary everybody's talking about. So I don't know. Let me know on Twitter, at Paul Swan. Let me know. Is it a thing? I, should I be doing it? Should I be watching it? Is that the thing I should be spending some time with? Or is there other things? Because really, I didn't have much to watch. HBO Sunday night, I had two things to watch. And that was it. John Oliver, because I think he's funny, and Westworld. The new season of Westworld. If you're watching Westworld, maybe we should get together and have a conversation separately. If you're not watching Westworld, maybe you should go back and watch Westworld. The new season's really different. It's out of the amusement park, the actual Western amusement park. They're in, I don't know, L.A., San Francisco, Future World, and it's really fascinating. If you haven't been watching Westworld, you should give it a try. If you have been watching Westworld, again, maybe we should have that conversation because I'm afraid I don't really want to talk about it and give spoilers. And it's one of those shows where the first two seasons, I think, were too much of a puzzle box. People were trying to unlock the puzzle, trying to figure out all the meta. And I think there's still some of that going on. But I don't feel as compelled. I don't have to maybe have a flow chart to keep track. Maybe I do, and I just don't know it yet. Now that I've thought about it, maybe there's a flow chart thing going on here with this new season. I've got to keep an eye out. So if you're watching Westworld, let me know. Hit me up. We're going to have that conversation. I think that might be a podcast all by itself. We're going to have that conversation. And the other show that I'm watching is on CBS All Access, and that's just wrapped up. So I don't know if we can have that conversation. If you weren't watching Star Trek Picard, if you're not a big fan of Patrick Stewart, I I don't know who you are. I don't know if I have anything for you at this point. But if you are watching that or catching it up, CBS All Access is free for a month. Now they tell me. I pay for the season. I pay for the the monthly with commercials, because I'm good like that. I pay for the monthly charge here, and then coronavirus hits, CBS All Access, hey, here's a month free. Everybody's watching it now. I've been watching it all along. But that's the show.
That's the show I've been watching. Other than that, I haven't been able to find really much. So I said the other day, Pluto TV is kind of fun because it's just the randomness of what's on there. You never know what you're going to see. And it's like old TV. Just flip the channel, find something. There's no rewind. There's no fast forward. There's no pause. It's just on. None of that. How spoiled I got with the DVR. So it's kind of relaxing in a way because I just turn it on and just watch. If I miss something, I miss something. If I don't, all the better. And it's background noise because some of those, they repeat the shows because they don't have like a guy. I can't go online and see where the shows are going to be. They just, they, they strip run them and then they loop them because I don't think they're thinking people are going to sit there and watch a certain channel forever. I missed that. I'm going to watch that again here in two hours. You know, flip to another thing. They've got different sports channels as well. So, again, I'm really a big fan of the Pluto app if you're looking for ways to fill the time. And, of course, thanks for listening to today's edition of the show, Filling the Time here with me. I do appreciate it. We're going to try to keep you updated on everything as best we can. But that's where I might need your help. What should I be quarantining with when I go back and bunker down, what should I be looking at on Netflix or Amazon? What should I be looking at? Where do I spend, waste my time when I'm not doing other things? I'll check out the Tiger documentary. Everybody seems to be talking about that. I feel like maybe I'm a, I saw it. I was a week, maybe a week ahead on it. Like, okay, hey, that's interesting. I'll just put that in a little little favorite there. I'll come back to it. And never got back to it. And then everybody's talking about it. So I don't know if I want to go now. I feel like, should I get into this? Should I watch this thing? Or is it too late? I'm going to miss the next great thing. Is there going to be a next great thing on Netflix? I don't know. That's the challenge for me. And, of course, that's the challenge for this show. Do we... Want to talk about the Tiger documentary, or do we want to talk about Joe Burrow, who's going to be a Bengal, which is a Tiger? Which, by the way, nothing new on that front today. Draft's still going to go on. Nothing new as far as the Bengals are concerned. I know there's still some weird, what could the Bengals get for that first-round draft pick value question. I know that's still out there. Why? They're not doing it. If they do it, I'm done. I'm not going to be a Browns fan or a Ravens fan or a Steelers fan. I'm not going to go that far, but I'm done. If that's what it's going to look like, if they throw this thing away, I'm done. No, Joe Burrow is my guy. He's my guy for the Bengals. And they're stocking up. They're starting to work free agency. That's a new thing. So quiet today on that front, but I've seen that theory, and I think to myself, you're just looking for something to say. Stop it. That's not happening. The Bengals are going to take Joe Burrow. And, of course, with the NFL draft coming up, that'll be one of the things you can listen to right here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Again, I think they should extend this thing. Maybe make it, spread it out. I don't know. Do we have just a big event, spread it out? Have that be a, a week-long thing. 
started on Saturday. How, how do we do that? How do we make that a thing? Spread it out. Because eventually, we're going to get tired of the classic games. I, I see that happening. I don't know if we've hit that yet. If we've hit, hit that threshold just yet. But it's going to happen. But I will say this. The iRacing stuff with NASCAR and IndyCar, that's pretty cool, though. I can see that. If if they've got the names, they got the big-time names in this thing, I'm already in it. I'm, I'm there. If it's me and my intern, if we're doing a, a, an indie racing league, uh, no, nobody's watching that. That's going to do it for this edition of The Drive here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Back tomorrow. We'll do it all over again. Thanks for listening. Don't forget, if you missed any part of the program today, all you have to do is go get the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher Radio. Tune in. Wherever you get your podcast is where you can find The Drive. Good night, everybody. Your flagship home of the Marshall Thundering Herd and The Drive with Paul Swan, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930.